No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. No simple road. 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 I'm with you, Jake. That's exactly what I would love. I would love the headless mic. I'd. 
I would a headless to, mic. This uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. That's um, Halloween. A headless head. <laughs> the headless wire. The wireless headphones. Hey, no heads talking. Or those aren't wireless. Uh, no, so I want wireless. Are you family. Talk from the side though. Hi guys, time? how you doing? How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> it's weird, everyone. Aaron's check, check, staring check. at me and smiling in a weird. I'm smizing. <laughs> smiling and and squinting my eyes. <laughs> So we're here with uh, Mr. Jake. Hey, guys. And Mrs. Bryn. Hello. Oh, shit. Did <laughs> Wait a second. Did something go down while I was at, a, an apple. at the office or whatever? And, and Mr. And apple. And Mr. Jake apple. is with... Um, Midnight on Earth. Yes, thank you. And Bryn is with... Vital Four Serves. So this is the... Uh, inaugural Mid- I just knew midnight. I couldn't remember Earth. Inaugural flight <laughs> of Midnight on Earth podcast on No Simple Road. Yeah, this, the, yeah. this is the first. Boom, boom, boom. This is the first crossover. You know, I know if you've been looking at No Simple Road's Instagram, you've probably noticed that uh, I started a podcast myself. Totally different vibe in the sense of the approach and you know the different spectrum of guests. A little bit of crossover, but in a different field. But still together. And it's amazing. I've had an incredible experience. I've had great guests. I'm sure you've seen it. So what? Well, maybe they haven't. Tell them all about it, Jake. Look, Midnight on Earth. Let me just tell you right now. Break it down for them. Break it down. What is Midnight on Earth? Midnight on Earth is a beautiful podcast, but really it's a tribute to one of my heroes. Who's your hero? One of my many heroes, including I'm the hero of my own life, as all of you are. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One of the heroes of my life is a man named Art Bell who many people know, Our millions lead. of people know from Coast to Coast AM, which ran from the early to mid-90s all the way up. Actually, it's still going with a different host. But okay, he, who, how did you get introduced to Coast to Coast? Oh, my God, this is such well, a funny story. So I got this job. Here we go. When I was 20 years old, <laughs> a place in Eugene, Oregon called Humble Bagel, and I was the night janitor. And let me tell you, it was a very loose place. You know, you could be there. You know, you're at night, you're smoking weed. There's two bakers. I, unfortunately, I'm very sorry, guys. I don't remember your names. But, but he I remembers the year. I, <laughs> exactly. I see you in spirit. I see you in spirit. So, yeah, 1998. See? You know, I was 20 years old. I was born in 1978. Um, so, wow. these two baker brothers, incredible human beings, they love the Grateful Dead. You know, we can Eugene people that like the Grateful Dead. That's I weird. Know, it's weird. You would huh? never you believe it. No, you would believe it's really odd. I heard, I heard they're kind of just death this metal. one bagel shop that yeah, did yeah. that. One bagel that. shop. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody knows. But okay, <laughs> so the two brothers. You know, I'm working the night shift, and I'm the night janitor. And one of the co- brothers loved Coast to Coast AM, so he puts on Coast to Coast AM. I'm listening. I was hooked instantly. Why was I hooked instantly? Yeah, why, what was it about it that intrigued you? Well, it's in the vein of the things that I already loved. I was already a counterculture person. I already spent my teen years studying the occult. I already spent other years of my life reading books that were in the vein of the metaphysical, the new age, per, you know, spiritual development. I wasn't actually into personal development at that stage of my life, but spiritual development for sure. Isn't spiritual development personal Well, development? It, that's actually, you know, it's in a way it is. Anyway, sorry. Well, I wrote the bagel are, story. are you trying to sidetrack <laughs> his story? I asked but, the question. Uh, I'm sorry. Because I think it's relevant. Oh, it's very relevant. Look, when, when you get introduced to Art Bell, it's a, a big deal. In it your... was a big deal. And it was so cool because the guest he had was the remote viewer, Major Ed dames who and that specific episode was remote viewing the devil now this was cool because if you know anything about remote viewing which i know a lot about now thanks to art bell i'm doing my own research 
remote viewing is when the CIA created a group of psychic people and brought them together to do thinking uh, visualization activities in a spying kind of espionage. Yeah, sense. they would spy with their astral body. Exactly. But they'd also do other things too, like, whoa, what's on the moon? Like, what's, what's you know, where are these hidden Astro- treasures? Astrological things. Very, well. all different kinds Everything. of mini assignments. You, you do the research into as many. So, so it was very fascinating to me. Here's Major Ed Danes, you know, who ended up being a reoccurring guest on Coast to Coast for many years, doing the, his remote viewing of the devil. I was captivated. And let me tell you about Art Bell. He's one of the best radio speakers of all time. He has a captivating voice, a perfect rhythm. He knows how to hook people into an idea. He knows how to pull the best information out of his guests, especially in his best moments. It's That's just a great fire. quality. And he's a legend. Some people say he is the best. Some of his interviews, including... You just said it. I know. I mean, I, he is the best to me. People like Earl Nightingale are also in the in the radio sense, also very good at doing things like that. But he was night after night. He was the original podcast. You want to talk about podcast? Try doing a mm-hmm. podcast five hours a night. For, you know, you're prepping, so you have four hours of on air time, five hours a night, six days a week for years and years and years. You'd be on Dang. episode number. 9,000 or whatever. Like, I don't even know. Three years, right? You guys are doing to have so, that much content and then and people so every good. day, every day, every day. He had people writing books and, you know, wanting to be on a show. And he has legendary interviews, you know, with people like Terrence McKenna and the devil. And well, yeah, and the devil <laughs> and Malachi Martin, you know, one of the Catholic yeah. Church's leading exorcists, you know, classic episodes of people with like Malachi Martin. He was an inspiration. He was a place to interface with alternative theories and metaphysical ideas before it was very prevalent on the internet and easy to do before YouTube, before all of these platforms were so easy to just stream this information. Here was this guy on AM radio night after night after night, bringing cosmic information, sometimes silly stuff. You know, he'd talk about his cats, you know, he'd do pretty much anything that was fringe, you know, and he'd have, but he, that was the interface point for millions of people around the world. Yeah, I remember. And this is your inspiration. It's my One inspiration. Of your and this is the inspiration for Midnight on Earth. I mean, his last show, everybody knows his last show before he died was Midnight on the de- Midnight in the Desert. And I highly recommend looking up the interview of Midnight in the Desert with Joe Rogan and Art Bell, which is very close to when before Art Bell died. He had Joe Rogan on a guest his show, and it's the one of the most revealing Joe Rogan. Uh, podcast interviews you can ever listen to. They oh, were wow. doing this before he, he invented this platform. The It was talk radio, but it wasn't because he had specific topics and guests every night. And the rhythm of the guests would build. You know, you'd have a person that was ghosts, you know, then a paranormal investigator. Then, you know, it just, they'd all build on each other. And then like a mm-hmm. spiritual guy that was talking about what happens after life and stuff. So it would all build on each other and be this... So it's, a, it's, an, it's an education on a subject episodically. Yeah, night after night and you, after night. And you had people that were, in a lot of cases... That trying, takes a lot of planning. It does. And he had a crew. Intention. He had, yeah, he had a crew. He and had balls. A, you know, he, he, yeah. had a, he, he had a network. He had a You know, he was part of a radio network. Radio, you know, we're digital. We're in the podcast realm. We The radio world, the terrestrial AM radio, you know, amplitude mo- modification, or ma- modulation, AM radio, like... That's totally different than what we're doing, but it was the same thing. Like they were doing it in an it was analog for their sense. time. Yeah, it was analog, right? But they integrate integrated and digital. You know the, the huge difference I think between what they were doing and and what we do is anybody can start a podcast with their phone. 
basic. All you need is a microphone right. and right. connection to the internet. In order to be on the radio, you had to have an FCC broadcaster license and you had to have a transmitter and you had to have clearance from the FCC. Yeah. And you had to have some kind of credential in order to get that licensor, licensure. And he worked his way up in the radio world to be so popular and he had such a huge following. It was like, I think it peaked at like 35 million people at its prime. And he had his own studio, very much like I'm in right now, in this beautiful studio at the home of No Simple Road and Heads Talking. <laughs> this is it's the gorgeous. No Simple Road headquarters. <laughs> the no, no Simple Road headquarters. The head headquarters. You know, this beautiful place. Get he, it? Headquarters. No, yeah. It's sorry. Talking, <laughs> heads Talking Quarters. Could you flesh he that out also a had, Well, you see, I'm a, I'm a, I'll explain it. Bryn needs okay. a little he, more... Uh, look, dude, he had that place. He had the freedom to be in his own house broadcasting from his own setup studio. So he really did start the medium. Dude, he... In a lot of ways. Yeah, he was a pioneer, ways. totally. I remember was that a, we used to listen to him no, back dude, in Vegas. dude, he was alive in the in late 90s. No, he was, he hundreds, was, of, he was hundreds of years old, dude. Ancient oh. Egypt, he was there. I remember listening to him <laughs> in Vegas because growing up in Vegas... episode? Vegas was like the whole... Growing up with Area 51 yeah. and like Vegas, there's a lot of Nevada weird stuff and Art Bell. I remember being up late at night listening. You could just lay there. There wasn't anything else like him. Yeah. There was nothing. There wasn't How'd a bunch of people doing like by by friends listening to him. Everybody kind of listened to him. Was he was he broadcasting out of Pahrump? Yes, yeah. Pahrump's the, the whole. Okay. okay, yeah. So it was like he was in the weird desert outside of Vegas and Pahrump, and that really was the weird local. Desert. Yeah, well, it local still is. locals were like split on it. It was like people hated him or loved him. Like right. either he was a whack job, and oh, I can't believe you listened to that idiot, or it was like fucking dear heart bell last night. Like always trippy stuff, and just growing up in that, like the whole UFO thing around Vegas and. Yeah. All the guests he had, and he did have that voice. I remember many times being stoned and just like laying there listening to this crazy stuff, learning learning about it, and that voice. Is yeah, just, he had an incredible voice. You. And every guest, and I was going to say earlier, like, wow, 70% of his guests were people that had just recently released a book. So they had this huge audience uh, mm-hmm. to display their work this book that they've worked on for so long and here's their chance to get it out there to the world so they're red hot right they want to be at their absolute best because they know that there's this platform has millions of people listening to it and you got this book that you just wrote you right? sell millions of books you could sell that, potentially that you start doing well, the, the math so then the people would just be on fire a lot of the time and you would just be captivated well uh, the flip time. side of that is as a listener Having those people on and getting that education episodically, those people that have written a book, if you want to learn more about that thing, now you can go out and buy the book and get the full immersion in the thing. Exactly. I feel like that's what podcasts are now. Like I listened to um, the Higher Side Chats the other day with Greg Carlwood and the guy that he had on just wrote a book and it's that same kind of thing. Like the subject matter is super intriguing well of course i'm going to go out and buy that guy's book you know what i'm saying like especially if you're captivated by it i mean if you're absolutely captivated and you feel like you didn't get the complete picture or, or you just mildly want to dive curiosity more. because yeah. nowadays it takes just anything to you know oh what is that something new i'll i'll try it what what made you want to start doing it jake um well you know 
kind of embarrassing to say, look, this is secret information. People don't Uh-oh. don't tell anybody. Exclusive. Okay, all you listeners out there, you now are sworn to secrecy. You won't even look at no, it. No, look, back in 2015, <laughs> I tried to do a podcast, but it was politically oriented. Oh. Okay, but it was supposed to be political Yuch. comedy. I had a beautiful website. I had a podcast I was doing week after week, but I just couldn't figure out the RSS feed. It was such... It was hurdle after hurdle. It was before there was podcasting platforms such as Acast or Podbean, things like that. Or maybe they were around, but man, I didn't couldn't find them. And it was, I was doing it and I was like, I felt the vibes when I was behind the microphone. I felt, I was like, okay, this is me. This is my thing. Like, right? I have a, the gift of gab. Like, I'm good at bringing people no. together. I can talk and talk and talk about the most incredible things. I love human. I have a genuine love for humanity. Like, that's what people need to have. They have a genuine love for humanity. And that's how you can engage all these people and be out there doing it. So, with the politics stuff, like, I, I just didn't resonate with it, right? I thought it could be easy because, you know... I mean, I, at that time in my life, I liked reading the news, right? I like keeping up on current events and things like that. I'm turning it off now. I don't really do it so much in my own life. You know, I, I kind of know what's going on, but I don't really focus on it as much as I even did back then, if you could believe that. So, like, um, I wanted to transmute that into this other podcast. So I was like, no. But, you know, later on, uh, you know, I just was like, I'm seeing you guys do it, you know, and here's these wonderful beautiful people that invited me onto their podcast and when I met Aaron you know that was one of the things that was like a trigger it wasn't just at that Humphreys McGee show for people that don't know the story I met Aaron and Apple and Ryder I think was there I don't think Mel 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 was was there but I was not there at that moment (laughs) (laughs) she was up against the wall holding up the trash can so when I met these guys Humphreys McGee I have a deep connection with those guys cosmically for a whole other reason that we don't even need to get into right now but the thing is is that I was at this show so it's always every Humphreys McGee show is very special for me because of the experiences I've had in the past so then in that show during a show in Portland I met Aaron and Apple and Ryder, and, and Mel was there in spirit, and, you know, he hands me this flyer, and he's like, oh, dude, I do a podcast, so, you know, it, right off the bat, like, right, I spent years, the last two or three years building this stupid political podcast, which I don't recommend anybody doing, okay, <laughs> please just don't, don't do, do that, it. it'll just eat your soul, it'll eat your soul, because that's what it started doing to me, and I, I wasn't, I didn't want that to happen to me, um, so I hand so, you the flyer, yeah, so you hand me this flyer, and I'm like, oh, podcast. So that was like red flag or green flag, number one. Yeah. And it was this beautiful picture of Jerry Garcia. Still have the flyer. Save it forever. And uh, um, and then, you know, they he, Aaron said something very specific that was uh, made me was another green flag. He's like, oh, I left my body three times. He said, I left my body three times watching Jake Sinegar, you know, just shred reality. You know, and he's like, oh, I le- left my body three times. And I was telling people after a King Crimson show I went to on my birthday, uh, back in 2014, I was like, oh, I left my body three times. I left my body three times. So when I met Aaron and Mel and, and Spirit and Apple, you know, he said that first the podcast is, okay, I need to hang out with these guys. Green flag number one. Here's uh, uh, the other thing. It's another synchronicity. Another yeah. synchronicity, yeah. The, the three times thing. And then, so then I get on their podcast. They invite me into their world, right? And I get to see intelligent, beautiful motivated, awesome human beings doing it, right? They did the action, the thought, the will became thought, the thought became form, form became action, boom. There's a podcast, and it's like, wow. And then uh, my son Cedric was interested back in, uh, I think it was like 
March or February, he was talking about doing an EDM podcast, you know, like podcast, you know, right? So like EDM. Maybe you should do a podcast on beatbox. But so like, right. So it's like, and then it's so just like trigger that. Well, and then he, you know, of course he's like onto the next thing, right? That was just like an idea for a second. But then it just like reignited the flame. I was like, wait, well, man, and if I did this, like, what would, what would it look like? What would I really want to do? And then it was like, well, I'd want to do something just pretty much modeled after Coast to Coast because that's what I'm interested in, right? Like, because there's already, and if people don't know this, there's already the greatest music and lifestyle podcast ever already out there. It's called No Simple Road. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's already out there. Oh, so, so everybody knows. We already <laughs> love, we already love two you, shades man. Redder. So, <laughs> So, I, I mean, as much as I love music, I love music as much as these guys, but it's like, no, I'm not going to do this stupid music. I mean, I'm a music podcast. I'm going to do something else that's like also resonant with me, which was diving into the metaphysical subjects, diving into the new age subjects, the fringe stuff, the stuff that I love to talk about. I just like, why can't I just talk about it with other people? And then as soon as I had that idea, everything started falling into place faster faster and faster it's just going working and then every time i was like oh god i need a guest for this week all of a sudden i'd get this email boom, boom. like guests are coming like right when i need it and i know I that like, feeling yeah so it's like okay so i'm on the right path literally from episode zero isn't that a trip to feel that feeling of like you made the you right figured choice. it out yeah like the video click. game it's like you working. clicked into the character yeah. that you needed to play for that level right. and it's, it's working weird. yeah like yeah. choose your own adventure <laughs> yeah. if you're a kid from the 80s and 90s yes, like I us yes I chose like, page 83 and that was the right <laughs> one yes so, and uh, it feels really good yep. because my goal in life is to help humanity evolve to the next level all of us all human beings on planet earth all life we have to get to that place where we're all living in beautiful cohesion. Isn't that called love? It is, but we have to activate love more and have it manifest more on this plane in a I, way that's totally coherent. Yes, sir. So in the English language, love is a very strange word. It can mean a lot of things, right? And when I say it, whatever thoughts that you guys have or connection maybe isn't the same thing that I have when I say that. What You know what I mean? Like your definition of what that means is filtered through your experience, your life, your everything. It is a word that's used It's a ambiguous. Lot. So yeah. when I say that, what do you think? What does that mean? Well, there's something I learned from Ziggy Marley, oh, son of Bob Marley. Not personally. <laughs> Not yet. I did smoke a joint with Kimani Marley. I put on a Kamari Marley concert once with my friend Josh, the Crystal Ballroom here in Portland, Oregon. In what year? Uh, 2008. Okay. And <laughs> right let me on. tell you, it sold like shit and, you know, whatever. But anyway, it was a great show. What does it mean? Um, <laughs> Moving back. I learned this from Ziggy Marley. Love is my religion? One love. Love, there's the one love. He's talked about one love. Love is just this one frequency there's no division of love there's no like oh i'm in love or you know there's you're like in love with your partner but love is the radiance the resonance with god your the universe creation the original source. thought the source is love yeah. so that feeling it's not you know you have individual love you know love for my friends and love for my relationship love with my partner or like intimate romantic love but 
there's not really a disconnection from that one love, which is the radiant vibration of the universe. So that to me is what love is. It is that kind of, uh, that, that source of energy that mm. all comes from all the, the all is love. Like everybody knows that. If you're everybody that's studied spiritual things, everybody that's really dived deep into themselves and developed themselves, they know. Well, I, love I, is like air, you know, it's always there. Everybody needs it. And you know, when you don't have it, like you need air, like, and you can't explain it. You just die, you know, with love. you it's a natural feeling. You can't really say, Oh, love is right here. Like point to your side. Like, love is in you and you feel it so it's not a it can't be degrees it's a you it is or it's not well i mean uh, you don't gotta love everybody the same i just mean but it's like but even saying that like what does that mean when you when you're loving somebody what what does that even what what is that like yeah what is that what is (laughs) that even that that to me that means a whole there's a whole what does it mean thing that happens in my head what well it's it's a feeling in some ways when i think about it it's also action of caring for and caring about somebody and and their well-being but that action by itself wouldn't be no love. no that that would be assistance right if i just helped you across the street so it's multiple things yeah it it's multi-dimensional like like yeah. jake was saying it's it's See, apple just what? said it. apple love's not an action mm-hmm. right. but it can be in a way, you're. I think it would be an action that you were doing to you're get to love, in love or to spread. Yeah, like love an is not a form an of love. Love would be. Yeah, wow. it, it's, it's it's so multidimensional. I think. Right? I think that well, really wait, what you just let's said. Let's hear what Bryn's got to say about oh, yeah, this sorry. too. Oh, I was just gonna say. To me, it's like. I mean, it's it's a frequency. It's a setting on the radio station that hooks you into. I feel like the the universe or the multiverse <laughs> it hooks you into everything that is i mean that's i feel like that's our authentic selves that's where we came from that's where everything comes from that's where the earth is that it it is in that vibration of love so when you're feeling that whether it's an action whether you're acting it so is whether it a sound? you're i think it can be a sound god what's, is sound yeah i mean what's i mean i feel full of love when i'm immersed in music and when i'm dancing with people or mm-hmm. even by myself listening to music i definitely feel love you've i mean there's all those things that put you in that frequency i think so you think about like to, to um to add on to that so you think about like you know the multi-dimensional aspect of love and then from a personal perspective you when you open up and you start loving someone like when we became friends or when i started falling in love with print you incorporate their completeness into your being like you're incorporating their problems their strengths their weaknesses you're becoming them and that's love is like symbiosis right right so you become them right so then when you expand on that and then on the multidimensional is aspect is, is that when you expand love outward then you're in love with everyone and then you realize that you incorporate and integrate everyone and then we're all that. So that's existing within the body of God. Yeah. Yeah. Basically you would, so that what you just said about one love, I've heard that a billion times in my life, right? I've heard that Bob Marley song (laughs) song until it, it didn't mean anything. It's very popular. Yeah. But thinking about it in that, in those terms makes a lot of sense because 
there is only one source. So if that source is love, there is only one love. And then we are existing within that thing when we're resonating with that frequency. So you're never apart from that thing. When you can't, unless you're consciously making the decision to not be in it. Exactly. Does that make sense? And sometimes it's unconscious. So you're either like, it it loves eternal and infinite and they're ever present all the time, right? So you're either in sync with love or you're out of sync with love. And you know when your life's going bad that you're out of sync with love. Shit's not flowing. Mm -hmm. You're having problems. You know, you think about people that rob banks or, you know, whatever they do that are like really, you know, rob liquor stores and stuff. They're like really having hard times in their life, right? They're they're outside of love. Something happened, right? So like they got to get back in the love frequency. You know what I mean? And then they're a different person. <clears throat> hmm. Not to say that there aren't lessons within the container yeah. of God and love yeah. that still create pain or discomfort. Or You're just out of sync with it. Like that things, person's out of yeah. sync with it. I guess that's what I was getting at. I got a little a sidetrack there. You get out of sync with love, right? So, like, so you're vibrating differently. Yeah, so something happened. Maybe. But is it because you just don't feel it? You're from love, so you're never out of it. So you're just not feeling it. So there's got to be a way for us to separate from it. Low. Yeah, your tank. I feel like that's what we're missing this year right now. I'm missing the music. That's a great recharge. Recharge. What are like good, like good, like your spirit, whatever love, whatever that is. To me, that's a lot of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like good spirit, love, happiness. Love is all of those good things. Memories, everything from your love. Love is this ball that we've all created it's different but it's the same source and it can contain it it can be an action or you can believe it you know all that but that's that thing and that thing is we were talking about that earlier today when we did the interview and says that this year's been tough it's it's made out it's made things get skewed a little more and the view and that love that love ball is like tarnished and, yeah, you see, and love. Uh, it's not pulsing in a like bright, bright fucking whatever. Don't color worry, dude. Trey's going to do eight show. shows from the beach. Exactly. It's going to yeah. be all right. Can you imagine yeah. like, okay, we go see when we get to go see string cheese again at Cuthbert and dance in the rain. Oh. You oh, know, bro. that then that light's going to be boom, 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 yeah, the love right. will return, and that's going to be thousands of people carrying that out and stuff. That that's that's coming back, right, Jake? It's all coming back because everything's made out of love. We always have to remember that, right? So the dominant frequency, the prevailing frequency of the universe, is love. So when things get out of sync with love, it's okay. Because guess what? There's a course correction. Then you get back in sync with love. Maybe you had a hard experience, like I was talking about earlier, like a person, you know, that made them feel pain. So they rejected love. They got away with, got away from love. They felt like love abandoned them because of the situations and the circumstances of their life. You get them back in sync with love, and then they're back to loving and resonating with the divine, which is love. You know, it's just a. That's kind of what healing is all about. You know, it's just getting back in the love frequency. What is love? It's so multidimensional. I think when we say God, too, that's a that's a really loaded word. Right. So I know for me, I have a psychic scar from um, being involved in in the church years and years and years ago. Sure. And so when I hear that word, I have like a psychic recoil. And I it it I have to consciously catch myself and go in what context is this being used how is it how is it being said who's saying it to me and why yeah so I, I want to qualify that for all those people out there that have that same 
psychic twinge when you hear that. It, it's unfortunate. We're talking about when you're tripping your face off at a show, a puddle deep, and everything becomes one thing. And every time you move, the music changes. And then when the music changes, you realize that you've changed. That's what we're talking about. You know, it's a, it's a big fat mystery. Everybody knows it's a big fast mystery. You, you, you look at the people that study metaphysics, that study things like this. Every, nobody wants to define it. Only religions want to define God. But the people, even you look at the top people in the religions, the top Catholics, the top Jews, they're participating in the rituals of their religion, but they're also like, no, it's just universal oneness. Like they all say the same thing at the top, whether they're Hindu or Buddhist or whatever, they're all uh, the top guys all say the same thing that, or women or whoever they are. The top people say that it's just this universal oneness. Everybody knows it, but religion just tries to put God in this container. It's really interesting, but it's unfortunate that the God word makes people twinge because you read the philosophers of ancient Greece, and they all talked about God. It wasn't the religious God? They were. T- and they weren't talking about Zeus. It's like something it, you can't explain. Yeah, God it's that, is a, a, an unexplainable entity or being or thought. It's, it, it's every. It, it's the all. Like the the Hermeticists will call it the all because it's everything. It's with us completely moment. at every moment, every second. Like that complete God is with you all the time, but it's with everybody. In this universe, <laughs> try to do the math on that, and then the multiverse. You try to, and then you're talking about split timelines. Guess what? God's go. the entire. Let's talk about split timelines. Like, right? well, that's well, I'm saying I God's the entire thing. After it's done. all of that. It's all of that. And the thing is, is that uh, all we can really say is there's something bigger than us, and it's an interactive consciousness. You can interface with it and get some sort of information Downloads. from it. Yeah, that's all we can really say. That anything else is just pure conjecture yeah yeah. for sure i want to go back to something that aaron mentioned twice now about words he was uh qualifying um love and like when i say it i think of something and then same thing with god like oh i have this psychic scar like i've noticed in our culture up to like very recently like words don't mean the same thing Mm -mm. if you say a word like privilege think about the what what that brings to mind if you like church um religion um these like words are just like we're supposed to be facts like a dictionary right you look it up and this is what this means now we're talking about interpretations and scarrings and traumas that are actually changing facts so what like if, if words are facts, like thinking about them as like being defined, what do you think about that? What do you think that is? And how the hell can we ever be on the same page if everybody thinks differently about Well, the that? thing is, is that real quick, Aaron's got his hand raised, but I just want to say this one thing. <laughs> is that, uh, this was an open question to everybody. Yeah, I, I, I have but, an answer, but actually. But Jake is here. You know, yeah, I'd love you guys. Right Thank answer, you. No, I'm thought. fired up. I'm feeling fired up today, if you yes, can tell. You know, I'm feeling super fired up. But the thing is, it's like, it's the thing that all these religions are trying to describe, right? They're all, if you want to know what God is, it's the thing that they're all trying to describe. If everybody just stopped, stopped trying to describe it and just focus on what it is and loving each other, we'd be in the world that we want to be in. Okay, go ahead, sir. So, Aaron, you, <laughs> you talk, you're, talk, you're talking about words and changing meaning, right? And it, it, the first thing that comes to mind when you got to the end of what your question was, was a Terrence McKenna lecture that I listened to. 
and this is paraphrasing, but basically he said, after however many thousands of years of human evolution, it's a shame that we're still relying on small mouth noises to communicate with each other. There is no way that we can ever hope to come to equanimity as a species communicating with vibrating air out of our throat. Mm -hmm. There is no way because of the, what exactly what we're talking about right here. My words are always going to mean something different to you guys than they mean to me. Even if they're taken and felt positively, it still means something fucking twisted in your head different than it means in mine. And it's not going to mean anything the, to most of the rest of the planet because of our broken language. Exactly. So the only way that we have to communicate is nonverbal communication, which transcends vocal noise that we we call vibes or feeling. That part of our communication has been stunted and downplayed for so long that it's like an atrophied limb in a lot of people. And, and when we do feel with that thing, we second guess it almost every time. Pretty much with your intuition. I, I know I'm, did I, did that just happen? Did that synchronicity happen? Is that, is that a real thing? I don't, I I don't do that when you wake up in the morning and say, good morning to me. I know you said good morning to me. Why would I rely more on that than what, that source of everything that I'm in all the time is trying to tell me. But for some reason, that part of me is stunted. Yeah, it's faith. It's faith, man. You got to have faith. That's where faith comes into George play. Michael, shout out. What's that? Got to have faith. faith. <laughs> oh, George Michael. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Like, you, Faith is this incredible interface point between you and the divine. Because let me tell you, let me tell you people. Let him tell you. Don't not let him tell you. I'm going to tell you something really powerful right here. You want to up your game in life? You want to manifest more? You want to do more? You want to expand? You want to move forward? Yes. Absolute faith. I just want to go to a concert. (laughs) Absolute faith. You have to have absolute faith. You let fear infect you like virus code, like a computer code. You let fear infect you, blocks your manifestation ability. I've been manifesting like crazy lately, and fear is not... Okay. One single part of it. Say so the quotes. What's the quote? Fear, fear is the absence is the of faith. Absence fear of faith. is the mind killer. Fear is the, the absence, absence of, faith. of faith. Fear, fear is, the is the constipation of, of your Crowley. Everything. Crowley's. Like, <laughs> oh, here we go. Go ahead, Mo. No, no, I just like I was just gonna say like if you're scared, you don't move. Stagnus stagnation sets in. Uh, you know, atrophy, tension, all mm-hmm. these things that Dude. help you to stay. You get rewarded for your faith. Okay, there you go. You have faith. You put in the chips for faith. It's going to pay back tenfold because what you're putting faith in is something bigger than you. You're opening up to a multidimensional experience and asking that experience for success in your life, whatever that means to you. If you do that, you have that faith, you're going to get rewarded. It's going to come back tenfold, baby. Just do it. Have that faith. Just do that's, it. That's another one of those psychic. Wait a second. I'm I'm looking something up. <laughs> oh shit. Cro- Crowley. <laughs> Crowley has a a quote that's that fear is the forerunner of failure. There you go. That's a mouthful. Yeah, and 
that is the apps. That's true, man. Like, fuck fear in the face. I'm sorry to be graphic. I'm hey, saying no, that, that in the exactly. That's what you that gotta was, do. Fuck fear in the face. You know exactly <clears throat> what what's happening right now. It's Apple was talking about that ball of love being tarnished, and alongside that is a lot of folks that were and are manifestation engines have had their ability stunted because of the frequency of tension, anxiety, fear, and turbulence that's out there right now. I know I felt it and I, I'm one of those people that manifest stuff. I do. I, I, I admit that I know that about myself and we are all connected through this web of consciousness in, in life and a great portion of the planet, I've said this on the show several times lately, great portion of the planet is caught up in fear, anxiety, stress, and all of that. And it's very difficult as a person that has worked on waking up their intuitive side and their nonverbal communication side. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. To not be subject to uh, bleed over from that connection to everybody on the planet, that feeling. It's like it's a muscle. Out, it's out there. It's you got to work out though. It's that. It's yeah. just like you're going to the gym. Every time you're dealing with those energies, every time you're dealing with those fear frequencies, you have the ability to reject those with your conscious mind. You grab your mind. You reject those frequencies. Forget those frequencies. Those frequencies are awful. You don't want those frequencies. Well, you a lot of people that you, haven't been taught how to do those types of yeah, things, man. like they're they're empathic by nature. Like this gener- younger generation are very I, I empathic generation. They don't. They don't know what they're feeling. They don't know what, what to do. Like, well, they're wide open. And yeah. Then there's no. They, and like you said, it's a muscle. It's like, and it hasn't been. Our society is a very visual, verbal society. I mean, yeah. that's how Third everything dimension. is set up. A and lot so of the it's senses like you're are not ignored. taught in kindergarten mm-hmm. to use your intuition in order to, you know, whatever. You're taught to look at things and deduce and all that through your three dimensional yeah. faculties. So it's not something we're taught has to be so how would you go about strengthening that muscle jake to somebody who doesn't know what that means or looks like yet first of all you have to be able to identify the fear frequency and ask yourself is it coming from me or is it coming from the outside because it's coming from the outside then you have the ability to reject that. The only way it's going to get into your subconscious and then affect you and if change you your frequency is if you let it in. So you what happens when you let in. it in? What, what, what It changes your what, frequency. What can it's, we a, it's, do? Like, it's like plugging into a fear battery. You don't have to do that. Now, here's the thing. There's an incredible book. It's called The Kabbalion. It's a very famous hermetic text. Ancient Egyptian knowledge. This is uh, knowledge going back, uh, oral knowledge, going all the way back. Ancient Egypt, The Kabbalion. You know, Hermes Trismegistus, right? And here's the thing. This is what the Hermetic Masters will teach you. And you can go get that book. It's a PDF. It's three bucks on Amazon. You get a PDF for free on the internet. Read that book. It's like 90 pages. It's one of the greatest books you'll ever read in your entire life. It's called The Kabbalion. K-Y-B-A-L-I-O-N. 
Hermetic masters will tell you to keep your frequency high. Life is a pendulum. It goes left and goes right. Blows the grain like grain. Blows in the wind. But the hermetic master, the true self-master, the person who took control of themselves, doesn't get blown by the wind left and right. They keep their frequency high. And then when the pendulum swings back the other way, they're manifesting, they're creating that much more. And that's the thing. You go read the book, The Kabbalion. They were talking about this thousands of years ago to not let fear influence you. In their and low point, right. they're creating momentum with that pendulum swing, you know? Mm-hmm. So like and they're grounded in yeah. something higher than what's exactly swinging back and forth. I mean, that's true magic. If you want to learn about magic, you want to learn about this science of magic, a science that's yet to be discovered and fully understood. That's using your willpower to reject that stuff. You want to strengthen yourself. You want to strengthen your willpower. You want to be a more magical person. That's what you do. When the fear comes in, you reject it. You keep your frequency high. You are love. You are light. That's you. I I just found the quote. He says, who desires magical gifts, be sure that your soul is firm and steadfast. For it is by flattering your weakness that the weak ones will gain power over you. Humble yourself before yourself. Yet, Fear, neither man nor spirit. Fear is failure and the forerunner of failure. And courage is the beginning of virtue. Courage. And what was that from? Crowley. Okay. See? You know, they're all, everybody that's delved into those. That is Liber Libre, sub figura XXX. And he's studied these things just like we all have, right? And maybe some listeners have, some listeners haven't. But I know everybody in this room has thing is all the people that are smart they're intelligent they're logical they get in touch with this information and this is what they deduce okay it's across the board you can you know there's different all different points of the spectrum they all coalesce on these points so what is that telling you this is universal knowledge this is universal law okay get away from that fear because we got a heaven on earth to create. That's for all of us to create. That's for you to create. That's for me to create. That's for Darwin to create. Every <laughs> Darwin's creating Darwin's right now with snoring. his snores. He <laughs> has heaven on earth did, right now. He went Jake. to sleep. I was looking around at all of you, going snoring. Not me. <laughs> you guys I'm all look pretty awake, awake, awake to me. <laughs> look, dude. You, you people, people I out sleep there. Sleep with my eyes open. <laughs> you know, people out there that study magic. They want to do. They want to do magical things. They feel like that's a part of their being, and they want to. They want to express themselves that way, like an art form or science let me tell you one of the most magical things you can possibly do is and that's love your fellow man dude okay that's mm-hmm. probably the most magical thing you could possibly do and dude, then on top of that there's too many people that don't remember to love humanity that was like all these organizations for puppies and <laughs> bugs and the ocean and <laughs> like all the bugs, but like man. but granny you know when they're sitting the head home in the retirement center doesn't get visited at all because everybody's out there doing other stuff and yeah. I, look causes are dope and they're important and we need people yes, to love them i was gonna say that but that's service, I, right? Exactly. That's but, a service. But if you love your fellow person, that other person, it's a web. And that person goes on to do so much more than one person could do to clean up the ocean. But a f- group of people or a, a army of people because they feel loved and supported and appreciated and like not and forgotten about. Stuff. Exactly. And that's where I'm coming from as far as like, the, you know, I love puppies too. I'm not taking <laughs> Oh puppies. yeah, no, I feel like. Puppies it. are dope. <laughs> Like they are, and that's, yeah, and that's Brin, somebody's Brin. manifestation of love. That's somebody's manifestation well, of service. I was going to say, you just brought up that, that word service, and that's another facet of love, is that when you're hooked into that, I feel like, and when you are, um, and it, service beyond like 
donating to the puppy organization, sure. but we're talking about when you find what your personal gift is, your, what time, your talent. signature yeah. of why you came here and what Absolutely. it is you are to do, and you do that with love. It's called your true will. Yes, your true will for in the spirit of service, then that, you know, has a ripple effect beyond, you know, anything you can do. I just say don't leave the humans out. Don't leave all the humans out. the causes out. of, you oh, know, look, saving dude. and loving. So and many people, they'll tell you <laughs> spiritual, look, let me tell you something. Some spiritual people, some educated people right now, some intellectual people will tell you that humanity is a virus. I'm going to tell you right now, no. people, humanity is not a virus, okay? We're the children of light. We're the children of God, whatever that means, like we talked about earlier, whatever that oh. means to you. We are we're incredible. Yeah, we're what do you mean like when people are like, say, we're a we parasite. Love we're a we're parasite right. on the earth. We're yeah, destroying the earth. We're, we, we need to be out of here so the earth can regenerate. No, dude, we are part of the earth. We're destined to be here. We were put here by the divine yeah. to, to grow. We're, it's learn. all one thing, our, part of itself. By the time we evolve, the earth will heal itself. It'll be like nothing ever happened. It'll be like the dent on your car got popped out. You know what I mean? Like, because you look back at <laughs> like, the cosmic yeah, 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 like the earth will regenerate. We're just like if we went through an ice age, what makes us think that our little bit of oil spills is going to really do anything on the greatest? You know, I'm not, hey, again, I'm not yeah, trying we're to. We're not advocating. I'm not advocating. Yeah, no. We can't even <laughs> fathom <laughs> the power yeah, and the regenerative. That's the, well, that's the message the I got infinite. at the gorge last well, year was like, you can't even fathom how big I yes, am. The infinite you and your little thoughts, little man, just chill out because I got this handled. Yeah. And like, I said, by the time we evolve, by the time we have, you know, sustainable technologies and the way to feed everybody in a way that doesn't even actually, who knows, maybe it might not even use soil or any way. It could be just technology beyond. It'll be the we, replicator from Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, it could be the replicator from Star Trek where you're maybe literally you turning energy. Yeah, exactly. Energy into <laughs> matter. You're literally, somebody can program <laughs> energy, turn it into matter, program DNA. I had a friend on tour that got food from the sun. Okay, oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. I've met a breatharian yeah. in my yeah, life. That's exactly. him. Okay. That was him. Okay. <laughs> well, it wasn't Eugene. the same dude. I mean, it was in yeah. Eugene, Oregon. There's only well. one. There's only <laughs> one. It's the one dude. Yeah. Dude, but uh, where were we? Dang it. He lives on a commune we're, in Venezuela. We, we were now. just talking about we're, yeah, life we're, and love. Just yeah, happened, it was dude. just kind of bouncing around. Yeah. There's no... We started with your podcast and we ended up on God and the, the very first Look, question I asked was... Hold on. I asked what was Midnight on Earth about. That's what right. the first question okay, was. Okay, yeah. And, and and you, it, Jake or yes, Apple? Do you even rap, bro? Ooh. Do I rap? I do. <laughs> but only for, rap down only for was, my son. Like it was many, a funky, fresh rap. This used to be a thing for my son. Like, I'm really, to be completely strangely honest, like, if I get, like, really, like, really high on weed, <laughs> and I get really high on, like, caffeine, and I'm hanging out with, like, kids, you know, and I'm trying to entertain them. I'll do silly shit. You get silly. I'll get silly shit. And I have I'll, and never I'll rap. seen you be you silly, Jake. And I'll ever. Like, so than serious. I'll, I'll rap like you wouldn't believe. So for um, Jake. Jake, do you even like pizza? I, 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 I like gluten-free pizza these days, but I fucking love pizza, of course. But um, who doesn't? Talk they about sh- some of the guests that you've had on the show. Look, so far Good it's been guess. fire. Right off the bat, it's been fire. This super hottie named Bryn Anderson. Oh, ooh, my God. Ooh, ooh, I fell in love. <laughs> episode three. And, oh. we, and somehow we already have an 11 year old. I don't know how it happened. It's like it's like Mork and Mindy for people that know that. Probably most don't. It's I know. A dated so I, yeah. His kid, his kid was born old. And I sat on the goalpost. Like Seventy five years old, age backwards. All right. Anyways, so yes, Bryn Anderson uh, had incredible guest Frank Peters from Belgium, Reiki. You know, um, I'm very very blessed to talk to Ken Bams, the original Mary Prankster. That was like a big watershed moment for me because 
you know, I've studied that shit for so long. I knew every little detail about. What are the merry prank pranksters? How do you say that? <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows in, in our culture, in our little neck of Didn't the Didn't they woods. run around in like a VW van well, or something? Well, they did a lot Didn't of Didn't they things. drive around, you mean? <laughs> yeah. They and probably then, ran uh, around in it, too. Kind of yeah. going have. on, and it was pretty fucking merry. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, I had Chris Dyer, you know, visionary artist Chris Dyer, that was great, because I didn't even know, to be completely honest, I hadn't known much about Chris Dyer before the interview, and the strangest thing happened. That's another No Simple Road Synchronicity. Uh-oh. Okay. Jake's close to I'm, not, I'm still figuring out Instagram, okay? I'm still figuring out Instagram. So I got this message, it was like from like a week ago or something. I didn't even know when it was. It was from Aaron. And it was a Chris Dyer video. And here's a picture of this dude, and he's like got dreads, and he's like bent over, and I hit play, and he's saying cool stuff. And I was like, oh man, I don't have time for this right now. But paused it. And like an hour later, okay, Brent's like, oh, have you seen this video? It's like the same video. I'm like, what the? I was like, hey, will you hit that dude up? I think I need to do a podcast with him. I had no idea who he was really. And I, I, I you know, I, 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 and then eventually people reminded me. So that was really cool. It's been like a lot of cool synchronistic stuff, and the really interesting stuff is like me and Chris Dyer are so similar that because I go back and listen to my episodes I want to do better every episode I want to do better and better and better every episode so I go back I was listening episode. what about every episode every episode okay. I want to do better <laughs> and then the episode after Only that I want to be but even better than that episode zero it's just me introducing myself I loved it I said a bunch of things okay episode eight with Chris Dyer literally he says some of the exact same things I say in the same way that I created myself based on my own postulation he created himself based on his own postulation we're just humans. That's called proof that you're in the pudding. Wow, well, exactly. yeah. We're all in the psychedelic yeah. pudding, just like you guys, just like Brent, just like Darwin. He looks like pudding right now. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just chilling. He is. And then uh, you had an awesome interview with, yeah, with Feral Fun Guy. Feral Fun Guy, Jason Scott. He's a spagyric. You know, the guests are going to, he's got spagyric, uh, spagyricist. He, he does this like crazy extract of various compounds, mushrooms. He can do cannabis. He, and he's an alchemist. And it was just cool. Like, this is the stuff that we're going for. You know, we're going deep dive into metaphysics, deep dive into new age stuff. And we're going to come at it in a really approachable way. Because the one thing I pointed out in episode zero, and I pointed out to all my friends, and I pointed out to Frank Kulpeters, who thought it was funny as shit, is that I want to remind people that the divine experience, God, that we were just talking about, remember that guy, or or whatever it is, the mystery. That thing. That mystery. The big, fat mystery. I know. You wanted to say that because you're a human, but then it's not that way. Um, So much much more beyond. Um, Cole Peters thought it was funny. He thought it was funny that the divine experience can be fun. Okay, that's what I'm here to help people understand. Divine experience, God can be fun. That's what I was building up to. I forgot. God can be fun and funny. Let me tell you something. If God told you a joke, you would shit your pants. It It'd would be, be the so best funny. joke ever. It'd be the best joke you've ever fucking heard. If he your baked life. a cake, it would be the best, best cake, cake ever. <laughs> he could that turn sugar into cocaine. Look, dude. Let me tell you how to turn water into wine. Yeah, he wanted to party. You, you drop a gram of LSD in it. <laughs> oh, is that the trick? Mm, I don't know. The whole room just went, oh. <laughs> I thought he made like liquor. All right, look. Here's the thing. Um, What's the thing, Jake? Tell us all the thing. <laughs> okay, now We're trying to, you know, all, the all that shit before, that wasn't the thing. You know, this, he, this is the thing. He thought it was funny. You know, the people, they take super amounts of psychedelics. They get really high. Or they go deep into meditation. Or, or they're a Native American that's crazy sweat lodge experience. Or, or they're in Peru and they take ayahuasca. Wherever they're out in the world, whatever they're doing, it, however they're doing that culture, they have these divine experiences and they're interfacing with God. And it can be really 
fucking intense, okay? Really fucking intense, where you, you feel unworthy. You're like, oh, I'm just this horrible human. Look at all my flaws. You want to fucking puke, like, I'm a horrible, I'm a human with flaws. You know, realize you're just being a judgmental person on yourself. You know, you don't have to think that way. But it feels that way because those energies are so intense. They're so divine. And they're so much different than the human experience. But what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to help people is realize is, no, you can have those deep divine experiences and they could be fun funny god is also fun and funny just in case you didn't know that's that's been the the <laughs> goal of this household is to have those experiences while having fun and right right because it doesn't have it's not like look yeah, you want to having fun it ain't love look, it ain't exactly right, it ain't, that's part of the whole it deal yeah it, it ain't right and that's a ain't mantra. nobody got time Listen, for that and any that, anything that had the foresight to put farts in human beings I want to talk about that. Yeah, I want to read that. That's, trumpet, that's fucking funny. Bite. That's funny. <laughs> and you know, it's going to be funny when I'm 110. Because, he, you know, the divine that's outside of time knew about people in elevators. And that's they right. Knew <laughs> True. That there'd be <laughs> super hilarious. Like, you know what? I'm going to add up. this in. <laughs> this will be the man. best icebreaker and embarrassment ever. You know, it's just that's why I want to help people realize, right? Let's get sound outside of religion. Let's embrace the divine. Let's get in sync with divine frequencies. Let's love each other and do it in a really fun way. Something I learned from the rapper KRS-One. He had a mantra. is peace, love, unity, having fun. That's the message of KRS-One. Yeah, there was your rap. There was the rap. Yeah, ah, fun. I I can I could wrap my head around that. You know. I, right. So not guests, topics. What have been the topics oh. so far? Can you can you list them off? Uh yeah, right away I was like, boom, I got had Oregon. Oh, how can I forget about Tom Bowden? You know, episode one. He was the Oregon MUFON director, UFO it. guys. He you know, Frank Peters, episode two, Reiki. You know, we had uh, Bryn Anderson, Vital Force Herbs, episode three. I don't know who she is. And then uh, Jason Scott, Spagyrix, Feral Fungi owner. He does episode four. Interestingly, going. episode five and six, we're going to talk about. So let's just skip five and six. Go to episode seven, which is Ken Babs. And then episode. Psychedelics. Psych- cell- so 60s icon. Subject matter. Mike, uh, Mary Prankster's 60s icon. You know, we all know. Okay. With this crowd, do I have to say? No. no. Okay, okay. Episode eight, Chris Dyer, visionary art and ayahuasca. We talked a lot about ayahuasca. And Chris's history, nobody's probably ever asked him about his history being in a soccer gang. I wanted to know about that. Anyways, episode nine was Will Grinnell, cannabis spirituality. Episode 10 is a mystery, just like God. All right. Far out. So let's go got, back to episode. I was going to say you skipped over. We got wait, 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 Let me recap. Let me, let me we, see. Already, we did this twice. Right, wait, uh, okay. We got UFOs. We got weed. We got psychedelics. We got pranksters. We got Reiki. Reiki we got mushrooms and herbs. Herbalism. Herbs. Herbalism. Okay. Strange but here's a really cool thing. Know. Look, dude, people that know, that love the No Simple Road podcast, the greatest music and lifestyle podcast, literally in the fucking world. If you're not telling people your friends about this, please do it right now. Just put that in your subconscious. Um, so, No Simple Road, you know, what was I talking about? Oh, every people fans of no, no Simple Road would know that I was trying to do this concert, okay? The concert. Wait, what, how, what were we going? What were we talking about? I'm episode sorry. five and six. Oh, episode skipped five and six. I skipped six. over five and six. I, I, to be completely honest, people, I hit a vape pen a couple times while I've been hanging out. So you know, if I space off a couple times, okay, I'm very get back sorry. To five and six. Episode what? five and six. Um, There's four of us. I was working on this concert. I was working on this concert. 
including the No Simple Road podcast. It was the Hoffman Shulgin wedding. It got canceled. So I did two episodes where I did not have guests because I was very, very busy. I, I couldn't find the time to schedule guests, but I wanted to keep in the habit of putting out episodes. So what I did was I took the very famous Terrence McKenna prognosis video where he ent- interviews Ram Dass, uh, in one half, and then the second half, he interviewed, and Angelis Arian, first half, second half, he interviews Ken Ring, Rupert Sheldrake, Sasha Shulgin, you know, uh, really great people. There's like Ken White, um, and oh, Jill Purse, who is awesome. And so I split that into two episodes. And let me tell you, I w- was not expecting this, but they pretty much have there, it's Ken Babs, and then the other two episodes of just me listening to this recording and commenting on it and cracking jokes and having fun has just as much listened. So I was very honored about that. I thought people would be like, ah, you know. It's never what you think it's going to be. It's never what you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So so that was episode I, five we, Dave, we had O'Teal on the show, <laughs> and then we had you on the show, and you got way more listeners. Oh, yeah. No, I know. That's never because what I was, you think it's going to be. I, I, I was yeah. dropping divine bombs for all the people. I love bombs. They were bombs of love for all the listeners to know Simple Road. It was, that episode, episode 48, was the culmination of my psychedelic and spiritual experiences up to that point. That's episode 48 of No Simple Road. Oh, episode 48 of No Simple Road. And I'm you know, J- Jake is talking about dropping love bombs, and he's actually trying out this new headset microphone that he's wearing right now. Oh, it's amazing. And he looks like he could fly a plane <laughs> that could on. drop love bombs. Love bombs. Yeah. I love this. Look, let me tell you people, I'm one of those people. He's a hand talker. I'm a hand talker. Yeah, he is I a get hand super talker. So- I get super excited. My hands start flowing. I'm loving this thing. Yet again, another inspiration from well, the great Art Bell. you keep messing with it. I was going to say, and you're so using your hands on you it. You need to fix it perfectly. Uh, I'm not there yet. Jam it in your mouth. This is day you know, one. You, so you should shorten <laughs> Yep. There you go. That's what, it's like a snorkel. <laughs> snorkel so should we that get bitch, him a diver dude. suit or a pilot outfit? Like, Both. I just want to say I love you guys. I'm having so much fun. I'm having so much fun. You know what we should get you, Jake? I've decided. Your Christmas present this year is going to be, you know, those diving helmets. I don't celebrate Christmas, dude. Okay, whatever. So I'm just kidding. I'm just Quanta, kidding. Go ahead. No, I'm, Chronica, I'm just kidding. Chronica. New Year, sure, whatever. Earth. One of those diving helmets with a microphone in Inside it. Inside of okay. it. Okay, so you can't touch it. Ah, uh, well, I'm in. And it's just I mean, where it is. Look, I bought this one. I got it in the mail today. I'm feeling like the mouth part is a little bit too short. I think you need to shorten it. I, it's like, like it, it just needs to be like just a little bit longer. But whatever. I'm working with what I got. <laughs> yeah. Working with what you got. Yep. All right. That's a good lesson. I got to, I, okay, I got to yeah. go. This is funny. I got to describe something. Oh, yeah, that's earlier. Oh, this is good. No, How this does this sound? This was the cutest thing earlier when Jake was talking or anything, and when it came, Bren's turn to talk. Not only did he reach over and like adjust her microphone, he like adjusted your head too. And you hurry out like I was okay, there, I dude. almost started crying, dude. It was so key. He like looked like, oh, come dude, on, I have to make sure she's it. Yeah, we're touching it. Was like, okay, oh, now shit. you're good. Like, no, you can tell. It was it was funny. It was nice. cute to see. Uh, you know, I just wanted to make sure she's legit. I want she has yeah, incredibly valuable. Are you legit, Bryn? I'm feeling legit. Bryn is very okay. legit. She has incredible, valuable, yes. incredibly valuable information to impart to everyone. So I just wanted to make sure in that moment, everybody, make sure she could hear. Her but perfectly. is she too legit? Too she's, legit to quit. She's too legit to quit. Let me tell you, every single listener out here <laughs> that's listening right now is too legit to quit. We can't quit. We've oh, got to ramp it oh. up. We've got to go more. We've oh. got to activate love. We've got to do the work that we need to do to make this ba- place the best place it can possibly be. I want be. everybody that's out there listening right now to find a friend like Jake. Everybody, <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. 
seriously. <laughs> go find yourself. Go find yourself a your Jake. Own personal I have flaws. Jake. Because I have flaws. Well, no, he's a flaws. great friend. He's yeah. thoughtful. the ultimate fucking cheerleader. He is That's super true. thoughtful and a lot of fun to hang out with. He's, so he's, you all need not a Jake only is he is our and a Brent. pseudo manager. He's our, he's he's our manager our in a different multi. And our, our health consultant. <laughs> he's also our health we consultant. Go yeah, that's yeah. True. Oh yeah, health Wait. personal health. I'm sorry. Say that again. Apple. Physical he's health. Also our Badly. health consultant. He helps us with our health, with our show. Break it down. Break break Always down the Always has something interesting <laughs> to say. Jake. Thing I love with Jake too, if Jake, if you're a doubter and stuff, Jake always he just said this earlier. He's like, I'm like he's not here to blow smoke up your ass. It's like he's no. just blowing smoke here, in the room. Hold on. You want to see the pictures? Here's the article. Here's the book. This book was in seventy eight. You can get this book. You can I mean, he's got the facts to back his I just, shit up. I so, just don't want to look stupid. Well when I say things. One Sometimes of the biggest things happen. that <laughs> That Jake has done for us besides ideas for the show and helping us with our equipment and being our friend and hanging out and tripping with us and going to shit, but all that. Introducing us to Bryn. He introduced us to Bryn. And that that right there, we can never repay you for. (laughs) He brought three products into our life that, not products. Substances. Nutrients. 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 It is the trifecta, triumvirate. And I want you to explain to the folks how to make themselves feel better. Look. Psilocybin. M- oh. Exactly. <laughs> LSD, DMT, THC is good for me. Say that over and over. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, look. Oh, well. Am I? Okay, look. Here's the thing. Am I? <laughs> no, look. Hand off the mic, Physical Jake. health. I want you people to be as physically healthy as you possibly can be. And let me tell you, your human body is a hormonal experience. Your human physical body is regulated by hormones. Let me tell you what your hormones are made out of. Your hormones are made out of iodine. So what do you need to make sure your shit's together? You need the right amount of iodine, okay? And it's not in the salt. It is, but not in a way that- I'm sorry, hang on. Yeah. No one on, not anybody on No Simple Road, none of us are medical professionals and we are not um, giving you medical advice. We are telling you our own experience. Go ahead, Jake. Neither am I. I am not giving you any medical advice. Anything I say is Something that worked for Jake was. This is my personal experience. I'm relaying to you and the results of my personal experience, which is I took, I, I got turned on to iodine and then I learned about a guy named Dr. Brownstein who is the... Uh, world's expert on thyroid in the in clinical medicine, and I watched this show about iodine that's actually on the Gaia channel and the, he- the show called The Healing Matrix and uh, season six. And uh, we were already feeling it before that. Yeah, but, but I wasn't then, taking what yeah, he suggested for him. He couldn't even recommend it because it's so hard, f- far above the RDA. It's the right amount of iodine for me. What I what I need every day for me personally for is what twenty. Jake needs. Yeah, twenty. Five. 25 milligrams milligrams not of iodine micrograms. not micrograms no. that's where i get confused sometimes milligrams because it's so much it's like sixty thousand amount of your rda what, what they would say is a hundred percent but how they describe how they you know, come up with that came, I, came up with the rda was a complete sham in the turn of the century it was like very antiquated science so but it still lingers on so that the iodine you get the right amount of iodine in your body oh baby 
your hormones start regulating properly. And guess what one of your hormones is? Serotonin. Yeah. So what does that mean? You're happier. That's your happy juice. That's your happy juice. Guess what's another hormone? Melatonin. So what does that mean? You're going to sleep when you need to go to sleep. All your other things, your health starts to come back into focus because your hormones are in check. They're in balance. They have the right stuff. And then, you know, which is all comes from your thyroid. So then you take selenium, which... Also, it's an adjunct for the iodine. Exactly. And then, you know, I could talk about selenium. It's also benefiting your thyroid. It helps regulate those hormones as well. You know, the the iodine makes the hormones. The selenium helps regulate them. And then on top of that, we should all be taking zinc. So you look for the brand Trace Minerals. I personally recommend, I'm not uh, endorsed or paid by them in any way, shape, or form. I actually pay them for their shit. And um, yeah, it's called Trace Minerals. It's a great company. Highly recommend it. It gets my highest recommendation. They have a zinc, copper. Uh, it's Jake approved. It's Yeah, spiritually. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, Jay. It's, it needs uh, to be. Uh, so it's like, you know, you get the zinc, you get the selenium, zinc with the copper. So you got zinc and copper. And you get the selenium, the iodine. And then you're manifesting. It helps get things. The normal human being manifests daily Every moment, actually. Well, yeah. And just think about this. Like, you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm hungry. I should get something to eat. And you go to your fridge and you grab something to eat. You just manifested something to eat. Oh, I need to get in my car and go to work. And then you're in your car driving to work. You just manifested a car and driving to work. That's the real I, deal. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't it all started with an idea. I'm just like, also, I had nine five nine to five thing just goes through my head. I'm working <laughs> out of, to No, five. stumble out of bed. Move someone to the kitchen. Get yourself <laughs> up with ambition. <laughs> Yawn and stretching. Get that. Damn. Okay. Myth. I actually yeah. love Dolly Parton. Go Hold ahead. on a second. I love Dolly. Was, so love Jake, Dolly. Jake is talking about these three things, the iodine, the selenium, and the zinc with copper. Yeah, because they make and a product that's zinc, and then it has like a, enough copper in it to, to make a difference. Okay. So maybe about eight months ago, time is weird and plastic, and I'm not good with that, but I think it was that long ago, maybe longer, could be shorter. Um, Jake introduced us to iodine. It was a lot longer than that. Now yeah. that I think Probably like a it. year ago. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, we first started taking it and the first few days were a trip. Like it was the feeling of like having just enough coffee and the fogginess in my head was gone and I would have an idea and instead of being like, Oh, fucking, I'll do it later. I would just go do it. And it was really awesome. And then some time went by and it kind of didn't stop working, but it wasn't as effective. And then Jake came over one day. He's like, I got, I got a present for you guys. It's coming in the mail. I'm not going to tell you what it is. And I was like, okay, what's going to show up at my house. And this iodine showed up. It's this stuff from Dr. while he was here. Yeah. Do- I happened yeah. to be there that day. Actually, he was sitting on the porch with us when the same, it should be here anytime. <laughs> and Darwin almost killed the mailman. Yes, he did. This stuff, <laughs> is like supercharged whatever the other stuff was you know that other shit this is the new new the new shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah this stuff is amazing for me aaron i'm not saying you should take it but it really is a game changer in managing yourself and um you just mean managing yourself just 
<laughs> Everything. Myself. You know what I mean. Yeah, just to clarify for the for you, exactly. And just to clarify for the listeners, That's right. the original iodine was the liquid nascent iodine. And the new new, as he is talking about, is this product Tracer. that I discovered called Ido, it's such the weirdest Iodoral. Iodoral. It's like Iodoral, like I-O-D-O-R-A-L. It's like high potency iodine. They sell it on Dr. Brownstein's website, but they also sell it on Amazon. I just got my refresh bottle from Amazon. You know, sorry, I mean, I don't want to support Jeff Bezos, but like, it's really hard to get shit right now. And uh, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you know, so it's like uh, it, you can get it. It's it's available to everyone. And I just highly recommend. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Giving it, it, it a shot a and watch what it does for you, because you think about your psychedelic experiences and a lot of that is serotonin based. So when you first start taking it, man, that first week, watch it's like, holy <laughs> shit. shit I felt like I was like tripping on the best whatever you know Brent, that activates your, your serotonin with it um, for the first week yeah my experience was and still is often the same it definitely it just for me I, th- I think like what you're saying like you come up with an idea and then you're like oh I'll do it later and it's just it's like it hooks you into the flow of things you're like the idea becomes the action mm-hmm. it's like there isn't this like effort in the middle and then thinking about it and then what else you have to do and then any worry about blah, 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 blah. It's just like you think this and then you do this. And part of what I was going to say is that we are hormonally driven in our physical bodies, but we're also electrical beings. And we also, I feel, are, we need elemental nutrition. We need the sun, we need water, we need fire, we need air, we need all of that to function properly. And iodine is one of is a deep earth you know rich mineral full and there's usually in iodine there's often other little micronutrients that come along with that that I think just you know help synthesize Um, so I think it's just one of those that it just hooks you into who you are like you're able to be more fully yourself because your vehicle that you're in is optimally functioning your meat suit is is your meat suit is fucking on fire and so therefore your spirit and your soul and your drive and your will and your you know all of that power is able to happen more not more effortless effortlessly but um yeah and the copper too being an electrical being i think there's conductivity there um you know, as you are a pole standing on the earth, the magnetics, your torus field of your heart, I think that all plays into having your electrical self be hooked in, which also goes in with drinking good water and, you know, all of those things. It, that, it oh, all goes together. Oh. We could talk about water, Wait a too. Minute. <laughs> Wait, you hook that copper in, though. You, you're, yes. you're allowing your electrical currents, the ionic copper. I was trying to lead right into that. The yes. ionic copper, like, you're an electrical being, so you got copper flowing all through, so that conductivity Like a penny? Happening. Yeah, like real, like, wow. You know, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> copper. It's copper. I mean, it's copper. Copper, copper sure. Copper, but, um, it's, it's but it's, like, just like this bracelet. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. increasing the conductivity of the current. So your electrical being is flowing. Making you pure. It's just, we're human (laughs) beings. And if we all hold hands, this fucking room lights up. (laughs) Whoa. All right. Well, so today we've covered Midnight on Earth. Thank you. I appreciate that. UFOs. Love. We talk about UFOs. Yeah, we did. UFOs. Fungi. Honorable mention. Uh, Reiki. um, All the the ayahuasca. We talked about um, love, God. Uh, source, faith, faith, mm-hmm. fear, iodine, selenium, love. zinc, 
Was water? Was Can we talk about water? this epic Grateful Dead show? I want, dude, mine will cover everything. Let's go. What dude, epic Grateful let Dead me tell you show. something. Everyone right now, let me tell you something. Tell one something. of the best things. I love you Stop guys touching so much. Stop touching your Stop touching um, I. Uh, <laughs> You're going to go blind. I'm going to go blind. Okay, here's the thing. Look. I have been watching. I got in the habit of watching the Grateful Dead shakedown streams that happened every Friday. But they kind of stopped doing it. Give big props to String, string Cheese and stuff. For uh, that's okay. That was Apple. Everyone, Woo. stop touching um, your mic. Big props to the string cheese incident to really keeping that going every week after week after week after week. They're doing the Friday night cheese. Anyways, I got in the habit of watching Grateful Dead shows. So I've been watching random Grateful Dead shows on YouTube. And let me tell you about this experience I had. I watched Phil Lesh's 50th birthday show, 315-1990. And it was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and I urge everyone to check it out. It's actually one of those Grateful Dead shows that's so potent and so powerful. It has dripping the most with, with dripping mojo. with mojo. It has the most unique arrangement of Terrapin Station I've ever heard in my life. It was like this Caribbean alien fucking version that I've never, ever, ever, ever oh, heard. Oh, yeah, the Caribbean alien version. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, that. yeah, yeah. And, and it was Phil's 50th birthday, so the crowd's going nuts for Phil. The version that's on YouTube is this really sweet uh, Matrix where it's like, you know, the soundboard's probably like 80-20, but you get that crowd energy on Phil's 50th birthday. Highly recommend that. I like the cowboy caveman version of Terrapin better than Spaghetti Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I know. Uh, was that in 60, uh, 67? Uh, all right. Oh, uh, all Dude, right. Dude, epic. I love this wow. podcast. We can go on forever. Look, there's tell, no there's tell. no boundaries here. There's no, this is a form. We can go on for hours. We can go on for fucking days. Like, literally, this <laughs> like is like, heads no, talking. I'm actually going to cut you off T- right now. Tell everybody where they can listen to, to Midnight on Earth podcast, Jake. Midnightonearth.com. You can also go to Spotify. Look, these days it seems like. <laughs> Let him tell you something. It seems like people are into, you know, at first I was like, do they go to your site? Do they download it? Like, Bro, they're going to go to Apple Podcasts. They go to Apple Podcasts. They go to Spotify. And I'm noticing Audible now has it. So I'm on the same distribution platform as Aaron is. It's called ACAST, Aaron No Simple Road, and, and that show. All of Osiris Media. Yeah, it's an incredible A-Cast. platform. Big shout out to ACAST. They, they're facilitating incredible things right now. They're facilitating so much knowledge for humanity. This on the YouTube. And uh, yeah, well, I do have problems with that, with the YouTube. I do my own YouTube. Okay, so here's the thing. So yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. You can go to Midnight on Earth. You, there's going to be a player there if you need to, but it's on every single podcast platform you can possibly think of so if you if you are a but just don't forget the comma everybody forgets the comma midnight comma comma. on On earth Earth. yeah if you are part of the no simple road family then just let it be known that jake is an integral part of our world and our life and part of this family too so we want to you know, and Brent. support him. Thanks, Don't leave Brent now. Yeah. Look, well, dude, what, she knows that. What, what I'm, like, what I'm noticing I'm the one in this room, you <laughs> want to support them. Hey, you're the one that makes what, what I'm noticing possible, is podcasts so. are the future. This is what the big media corporations are planning for. And they have think tanks that combine human energy, That's mental scary. energy in ways that we don't understand. And they're the, the, what they're saying, what they're announcing is that podcasts are the future. Podcasts could be the TV shows of the future. Maybe people stop watching pointless TV shows that are kind of fun for situational drama or whatever, but don't have any real fucking value. So it's like, 
maybe people get into podcasts. People, all these platforms are saying this is the future. So, you know, this is why we're here. We're, we're having a voice. We're putting these podcasts out so, so we can be there in the future, not just now for everyone, but to be there in the future. We're going to be there guiding people to this new thing, you know? We're here. We're yeah. weird. Get used to it. Yeah, we're not going away. Boom. You know, we uh, the future is very bright. I have some plans. I'm not. Uh, do you I, have to wear shades? I, I thought about announcing these. <laughs> you Absolutely. do have to wear shades because it's so, so bright. bright. It's so bright. It it's bright. so bright. And you know, I, I thought about announcing some things on this podcast. I'm going to hold it off a little bit. Hold off. Oh, will you tell me when he I stop recording? Did. No, okay, yeah, I stop I recording. Jake Go ahead. Has a way with recording this. Yeah. Jake has a way with like I'm going to tell you this. But not now. Yeah, it's cliffhangers. Know what, yeah. I, you know, look, we're. I'm going to tell you something about my podcast. I'm going to tell, tell you something you. about Heads Talking. I'm going to tell you something about No Simple Road. And I'm probably going to tell you, I haven't listened to all the Osiris podcasts, but I guarantee you if they, they wouldn't be there if they weren't captivating content. This is what we're bringing to the table. We're bringing captivating content. We have incredible content. We're professionals. We're doing this right. And we're giving it. We're doing it for you. This is our service. Boom. Right. Wow. We're going to leave it with that. We yeah. love you guys. We'll see you next week with more stuff and things. Everybody say goodnight. Good night. Good night, everybody. I love you guys. Yeah, guys. We love thanks you. for having love. us. Love. Take care of each other. Don't be, don't be in fear. That's right. No fear. Fuck fear. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? 
I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.